Are you there, G? Yes. Okay. But like, what happens? What I'm glad happened now. There's no call. So, all right, we're gonna be quiet for ten now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Back Channel Podcast with these real cats talking about real things, real time. It is your boy B Mims here. Once again, with my partner in crime, my pick, Hollywood's own. You know him from that Smash 80 sitcom 227. G Mac, what's happening, partner? What's happening? What's happening? What's good with you, bro? Man, shoot, man. It's been a minute since we recorded anything. And um, so, man, it's, man, it's sport- so much has happened in the sports world. So, whoo. What's up with you, man? Same old man. I'm trying to stay away from the Rona, wearing my mask, washing my hands, enjoying some playoff basketball. Glad football's back. Things are halfway normal. Not all the way, but halfway. So you know what? We just gonna get into this. Just for just for everybody's knowledge, we just pretty much gonna be off script. So we just pretty much just talking about what we what comes to mind. So. Um, you put a good segue in there when you was talking about like football's back playoff. I'm just going to go ahead and step up. Pretty much almost every prediction I have made has been wrong. <laughs> Absolutely wrong. Um, uh, like, where do we start? We can start with, I said the Bucks was going to win it all. Bucks, yikes. Yes. Bucks didn't make it out the second round. Uh, <laughs> I had him in the finals myself, so yeah. Know. But 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 I, I had the Clippers. Oh, I did too. They didn't make it out the second round. That's crazy. Like that. I mean, I'm gonna say that has to be one of, if not the biggest chokes in playoff history. Uh, real quick, is it bigger than Golden State three one? Um, no, because that was finals. Like that was finals. Well, so that one obviously is bigger. But um, but, but see, I, I'm gonna say yes though. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna say yes. It's because if you could say in the final, because yeah, it was bigger choke, maybe because it was on a bigger stage. But you understood it because in a in a in a way, because if you're gonna say okay, you got a top, you lost three one to a top one or two player of all time. Right. Okay, here's the thing. But even with Golden State, you know, when you had Bogan and Iguodala hurt for two of those games, uh, Draymond was out for a game. So, okay, you got that going on. But the Clippers blew triple-digit leads as late as the third quarter's Three straight games. Yes, exactly why I say that's one of the biggest. And then on top of that, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say not anybody on that on that Denver team is going to be top one or two all time. No, definitely not. And then you got you got PG, you got Kawhi, and I'm I'm over looking at that man like 
yikes. So that's why I said he's picking, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, that's cool. Uh, <clears throat> the thing is, Kawhi scripted all of this, denied the Lakers, left Toronto, requested PG. They got that done, traded five draft picks for this dude. And they were kind of just stunting like, like it was in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like they were stunting all year. He had the commercial when he got to LA that he's the king of LA and all this other stuff. They talked a bunch of shit to Lillard and uh, McCullum when they got put out. Like, they was acting like, and you could tell, like, in their heart of hearts, they felt like they had this shit in the bag. They was ready to play the Lakers, smack the Lakers, win the title, and be like, yeah, we told you so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they that's why, I, that's why, you asked me, that's why, they, like, that's the biggest, that's the biggest, because at least, at least in Golden State's defense, and you can call me a Steph apologist all you want to, shit is what you think it. But at least they can't, like, they overcame a 3 1 deficit. Right. Like, these cats, like, I, man, I don't even, I, that's just crazy. It is crazy. And then it, the craziest thing is they couldn't guard anybody. Right. Best defensive team, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. And it just, I mean, I'm going I'm to throw this out there too. I love Doc. Like, that's my boy. But he got out coached, man. And he didn't have the ability to motivate them. <clears throat> I was watching that game, right? Game seven. They had about a nine-point lead midway through the third, 10-point lead midway through the third. And uh, when I was watching the postgame, Tim Legner was talking about this. He said once Denver overcame that lead and took it, and they got into the fourth quarter you could see the pressure just yep. like it was crumbling them fool they didn't hit their first field goal until five minutes left in the fourth quarter five minutes left Kawhi shot no free throws scored no points like bro they say pressure burst pipes it exploded their ass they couldn't handle that shit at all and you know we're in that we're in a sports group and you and I told you and the playoff series before that who was that that they played uh Dallas Dallas and they was, ha- and they was having trouble with Dallas yeah they would have legit trouble with not like they wouldn't just, they were just playing down they was having like okay we like we're we're playing hard right now like we're playing like this is March Madness against Dallas and what did I what did I tell you about Doc on that series? Yeah, you said it. You said if they lose, he should get turned, he should get fired. You said it for sure. And they didn't, but and mind you, Dallas was shorthanded on top of that. Like Przingis didn't play much in that game. <clears throat> yeah. Like you I don't think he played the last two games. Right. And that was a game, and they took that to game seven. Right? Did they go? Did they go seven games? No, I think it went six. Six. Okay. No. Um, but yeah, this is absolutely. I'm telling you something, man. And like, there's people over there talking about like Doc should get fired. Doc's overrated. And I said Doc it may be overrated now, but Doc wasn't always overrated. Right. Because I agree. I'm, I'm gonna tell you when this job he did in Orlando. People forget that he was in Orlando. 
I don't. That's when he got on the map. Yeah, and people forget what Orlando <laughs> had. Like, Daryl Armstrong and Ron Mercer were the leading scorers. Right. Daryl Armstrong. And he, he made the playoffs three out of the five years. You, yep. can, you can say if it's the East or whatever, it's still like, dude, like, it wasn't like there ain't no pro basketball players in the East. Correct. So, but anybody else, they get they get chopped. Yeah, for sure. Bubble or no bubble. But it'll be interesting to see how they come back next year. Though. It so, is. And so the interesting thing is who are they going to keep? Who can come back? Uh, I mean, of course, they're going to come out there with a point to prove, but that pressure, that shit ain't going to change, bro. Like, their expectations ain't going to be less next year. And when they get in these same situations, are they going to perform the same way? You know, you know who, um, you know who they need a player like. And the, here's the thing: they don't even need somebody like, "Yo, we need to get this dude." You know, and they was talking about, "Hey, you know, you see the thing, rumors that he, they're talking about getting Derrick Rose." Um, which actually, I think that would be good. I, I think that'd be because. You can say what you want to D Rose ain't the same player, but in between the ears, D Rose he don't he don't care, right? Like you you ain't punking D Rose, right? Like like that's the one thing you can say what you want to you ain't punking, so that's not bad. But you know who they could use? They could use a player like Iguodala. I don't think that's what they need. No, this this is what I'm telling you. A player like Iguodala would do the little. There's nobody to do the little things like with the Clippers in a controlled manner. Pat Beverly is that, but Pat Beverly is a base head. Right. So he 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 make he doesn't he doesn't as much as he helps you, he ends up hurting you. Like Iguodala would do the little things, and it's also like you ain't shaking Iggy. Like Iggy's just like, eh. Dude, come on, let's, let's do like they need somebody. That's the person to kind of like, to, like, like PG dog. You know, none of these cats can handle you. Why are you letting them handle you? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but like they, it's a it's an overused term, but they don't need a barking dog. But they just need a dog. They just need right. because they just because Doc like you know in San Antonio. Kawhi had that, but the dog was pop. <clears throat> True. Well, I think um, they need a playmaker, man. Like, my whole argument when people say LeBron's not the best anymore, Kawhi is, or Giannis is, like, he scores what they score. They're better than him defensively now because he's old. But he gets people involved. He makes dudes better. They don't do that. And Kawhi's never been that guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was listening to something. I think it was Jay Williams said, Kawhi scores and gets buckets. He's like, but that energy doesn't translate to his teammates. And I'm like, wow. Like, that couldn't be any more true when I sit and think about it. Like, he's, I'm not going to say he's not a leader, 
but he doesn't make his teammates better. He doesn't. They need someone to get PG the shots where he wants someone to get Kawhi the shots where he wants them. They don't have that guy. Yeah, and I think that's the problem when the offense gets stagnant. Do they have a guaranteed bucket, a guaranteed trip to the line? Like PG's got game, but he's he's in love with his jumper at this point. Well, well, the thing about PG, it, PG reminds me of uh, like a, a lower tier T Mac in a sense where there's so many things he can do, mm-hmm. but he, but he gets kind of focused on one thing because it's. I, I look at I look at T Mac. I mean not T Mac. I'm sorry, uh, PG. And there's nothing dude can't do. He plays he plays solid D, handle J. But the funny thing about him is he passes the ball at the wrong time. Yeah. He consistently passes. He consistently gets into the lane and tries to throw a two foot pass. Right. Like PG, if you don't dunk this ball. And let's come on down here and lock up this dude. But you over here, like, uh, like I, I don't know. But I, I, I'll say this though: I think people, people love to dogpile on the net. And you can criticize PG, but I think he's unjustly being criticized because, because um, uh, people, like, I think he's one of those dudes, man, that like. Just like you said, like there's nobody to get him these shots, you know, where he wants them. Or I, I still don't think he and Kawhi have learned how to play together. Of course not. It's harder and, than it looks. Yeah, and you said like you know, you don't know, you don't know what like, like how how much do you ride? And 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 there's another thing I've never I never really been a, a fan of this. Um, even in Miami, even though they won with this lineup, Miami. I had a hard time where everybody you put on a lineup lineup where everybody looks like the same, like nobody's taller than six eight. And like I just have a hard time with that because you know, and I think they do well when Zubac is uh Zubac is in there if he can stay in there. Yeah. But the problem is he got foul trouble. Zubac, when Zubac was on the floor, they did much better. But he get in foul trouble, then you go back to the six eight and below lineup, and it's like, what? And as much as I like Trez, he's an high energy guy, but no, he's undersized. Well, there's there ain't a lot of high <laughs> basketball IQ on that lineup. True, but that's just me. So let me ask you this: Give, given what's what's transpired, I asked you this before. Whoever wins, Lakers, uh, Denver, Heat, or Celtics, is there an asterisk? In my opinion, no. It would have been an asterisk if it was someone like Philly, Indy, someone that was missing a major person or used that break and that time off to get guys back that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Other than that, everybody went through the same thing. Everybody did the same thing. That's how I feel about it. But you know, talking heads and critics are going to say otherwise. Well, okay. You know, we asked this question before. You said yes before. I said they're going to put one there. I don't think there's one, but they're going to put one there. People are going to say that. And at the time when I said that, it was the very beginning. We didn't know how it was going to shake out. 
So, okay. But I'm going to put an asterisk on it, not because I'm not going to say it doesn't count. I'm just going to say there's a lot of stuff people didn't get to do. There was stuff that there was still more, there was still more like, because they only, how many games did they end up playing in the regular season before they, they stopped? Ah, uh, they were more than halfway done. They were <clears throat> three quarters of the way done. There wasn't yeah. many left. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it was end of March, so we probably had maybe 12, 15 games left. Yeah, but, but there was still okay, okay, maybe, maybe not so much. Maybe not. So much. I just still think there's something to be said about still going through that grueling thing, and then kind of like going through there and. I'm not even talking about the home home court adventures because if anything, this is this is more actual of you know a more reality of like who's doing what. Ain't no momentum, right? You know, ain't no crowd to get you pumped. So, but okay, um, dude, Joe Heat. I told y'all. I told y'all. Like, part of me want them to lose, so I ain't got to hear your mouth. Well. You gonna have to wait a little bit, bro. <laughs> no, but seriously, man, I, I, uh, I, uh, man, I talked that shit about Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was getting buckets, so mm-hmm. I know, like, if anybody, I know Aaron from SP is probably like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Because right now, hey, you remember, uh, you ever see Bronx Tale? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember the, the bad luck? Lou the, Lou the, Lou the, um, the dude's a bad luck dude. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> that's me with these picks. It's like, no matter what I say, people like, you know, when I come through on the racetrack, people tearing up their tickets because they know that, like, I, I jinxed them. But yeah, man, yo, 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 heat. Woo. So this is what I'm going to say. We've been gaming all season. We got a lot of young dudes. We lost some games where the inexperience was glaring. But these kids got heart, bro. They played till the end. And uh, I wasn't surprised we beat Indy. I'm surprised we swept them, but I wasn't surprised we beat them. When it came to the Bucks, I wasn't real shocked about that because we beat them twice in the regular season. We played them in the bubble, and we lost but we also blew a 19-point fourth-quarter lead. Like, I knew we could play with them. Giannis getting hurt didn't help their cause, of course. But uh, I wasn't surprised by that. Now, Boston, Miami's problem is we got Hero, we got Duncan, we got Dragic. We have terrible on-ball defenders. Terrible. Besides Jimmy and maybe Crowder and uh, Derek Jones. We have terrible on-ball defenders. And Boston has the perimeter guys to totally exploit that. So I knew they'd be a problem. And truth be told, me keeping it a buck, Boston could have won the first two games. But they're still kind of young. And when they start feeling good, making their shots, they start cruising. Like, oh, we got this shit in the bag. Meanwhile, my boys are still scrapping. They ain't quitting. They ain't giving up. They're still like they're giving it their all the whole time we stole them first two games because Boston kept on relaxing and acting like it was cool um I think that second game woke them up they smacked us game three game four is gonna tell the story if they tie it up we're probably in trouble they let us get game four they oh, can hang it up it's right yeah. it's right it's, it's, right. it's, it's right. 
it's blender water. You go through it's blender water. But I'm I'm really interested in okay, let's let's say uh you guys do get past Boston. Right. And the Lakers get past Denver, which is looking like that's what's gonna happen. Right. Um how y'all match up? Again, we have terrible on ball defenders. We have like we're gonna have to put we got no one who can guard Braun. Bam can probably hold keep up with AD a little bit, but he's gonna get in foul trouble. And once that happens, we got nobody to, it's a terrible matchup for us. More importantly, I'm a firm believer in finals jitters and finals experience. I feel like if you got someone who's been there and done that, you're in good shape. We don't have that. That's gonna play a major factor. Um, going back to when Golden State played Cleveland the first time and they lost in six when Kyrie and Love weren't playing. I was I would have bet anything that Cleveland was gonna win that if they were healthy because Bron had been there and he knew what to do. So if that happens, not only is it a bad matchup, we're lacking experience. I'd be shocked, totally shocked if we could win a series. But uh I think it's the Lakers to lose at this point. Barring injury or something. Hmm. All right. All right. Um, I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers win simply because they got Braun and AD. But I don't think it matters. I don't think the finals matter. The finals jitters matters this much. I mean, that much this year. Simply okay. because it's okay. so different, and it's and this is a like, dude. This is a this is a empty gym. Yeah, it is. And like, if you tell me there was a crowd, the momentum, and all this other stuff, yeah, yeah. But you now th- these cats just in there. All it's gonna take is one win. And I'm trying to tell you, heaven forbid, Lakers. Heaven forbid the Lakers if the Miami get the first win, because now you got these. You got Jimmy Butler over here telling these cats like, because what's gonna happen is Jimmy and Bron gonna get into it. Yeah, it happens, baby. And 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 that's gonna show. And Jimmy gonna get one of them like, yo, I don't care who he is. And that's, I think y'all feed on that. But again, like you said, it's it's the Lakers to lose. But against Boston, that's that's a little bit more intriguing because yeah, most deaf because I think. When Tatum sees Braun, his eyes kind of light up. He was, I think, I think that's the benchmark for him. And I think he looks at it like, I don't care if he's an old Braun or a young Braun. That's still Braun, and I'm, a, I'm gonna put that notch on my belt. And I, I'm not saying he's better than Braun. I'm just saying, like, you gonna have to put Danny Green on him, not Braun. Right. And he gonna get, he gonna get in Danny Green. Of course. But um, but anyway, um, I still think LA wins that one just because I don't, I don't trust Marcus Smart to, to keep it together long enough. And um, I still don't think he knows how to use Jason Hayward now. And um, Gordon, Hayward, yeah, Gordon, yeah, Gordon Hayward, Jason Hayward, the baseball player. My bad. Um, but um. I will say this: He played more minutes against y'all this, this in Game Three, and they won. Right. So we'll see. <clears throat> but um, 
we'll switch over to as much as because this is Miami week. So screw Miami. Oh, you talking about the undefeated number twelve Hurricanes? You talking yeah, about them? Yeah, the Candy Kings. You're talking about them. So we we talk about them. So um, it's Miami week. So G, tell me about your your whack team. How, how you feel about it? I like what I see. Derrick King's doing some things, moving the ball on offense. Got a decent, decent defense. I like all of our matchups in the ACC, obviously except for Clemson and, F- but, uh, and FSU. No, y'all finna get this work. No, this please, please, what? please, what? please what? believe y'all finna get Yo, this work. Man, we, are not, we are not getting work. We, we, what? We gonna end up winning this game? No, we gonna end up winning this game. And I'm trying to tell you. We do it immediately. We doing this part immediately after the game. Immediately. Anyway, go ahead, bro. Y'all are not ready. Like y'all ain't ready. I mean, you'll be hyped. You'll, you'll be hyped. You'll, you'll be hyped for the game. It'll be. It'll be some good energy going in. But once we start smacking y'all around, y'all are gonna fold up like a lawn chair. See, that's what kills me about y'all Miami, y'all Miami fans. Y'all be acting like, like y'all rough and rugged like that. Y'all not. Like, okay. you did what you did against a bad team last year. Like, you did what you're supposed to. But you, but don't act like y'all, y'all them dudes. Hey, I mean, come on now, y'all. I mean, I I like it. I like Derrick King. I mean, dude, dude is no joke. But y'all still got. Webster out there, quarterback, ain't like he out here just diamond. Oh. I mean, let's be real. FSU gonna win. <laughs> I can't even get. I can't even get all this out, dog. Right. <laughs> I can't even get it all out, dog. It's still Miami week. I ain't, I ain't gonna show no mercy. I you know bump Miami, but there's some problems in Tallahassee. Our coach got the Rona. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Our coach, what up? My coach got the rope. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, what, what's he been doing? Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Ain't no other players got it, though. That's, yeah. So what's he been doing? That's my point. No. First of all, that's a lie. They ain't testing. Uh, you think they ain't testing? No, now? they ain't testing. Ain't no, <laughs> no, they can't be doing that, man. It's too much at risk. 850 students got it at FSU. The coach got it. But ain't no football players got it? Bruh. <laughs> They're playing it safe, man. Bruh. Who, or the coach ain't been talking to the players? They just been, they just been texting? The coach been on Tennessee Street kicking it. Man, come on, bruh. Our players got it. They just ain't, they just ain't testing. Y'all got to ask them to go with it come Saturday. Man, oh, see, okay. Keep keep, keep that talking. Keep that talking. I'm going to be talking. Keep that talking. But, yeah. Um, screw Miami. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, um, so what do you think about, um, dude, the NFL? Uh, a couple of things. It's crazy. There's no seat, nobody in the stands. That's weird for number one. Uh, Cam got something to prove 
for sure. He's doing his thing. Uh, they didn't finally took the leash off of Russell, and he's balling. Whew. Aaron Rodgers is on the scorched earth tour, or scorched earth tour as well. Um, Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Uh, trying to think of what I, what I saw that I didn't expect. Um, the Cardinals. Yeah, your boy Kyler's getting it done. Um, I don't know how long they're gonna last if it's for real yet. But if they are for real, like fools better be on notice. Like they better be on notice. Mm. Um, what do you think about the Rams? They're the same. Um, not having a key back like Gurley doesn't mean a lot as long as they're consistent with the run game. But they focus, focus on the run game and the play action. Goff can drop dimes when he has time, but when he gets pressured, he'll blow it. Um, they're still the same. They're not any different than last year, even though Gurley's gone. Ramsey makes a difference. Donald is an absolute freaking beast. Like, absolute um, they may make the playoffs, maybe, but they'll be ten and six, eight and eight range somewhere around there. They're not wowing me, but they're competing with Seattle and Arizona, like you said. Who knows how San Fran's gonna look after all these injuries? Um, I don't know. They're okay. Like they're average. They're a decent team, but I'm not wowed by them by any stretch. Okay. Um, can we figure out what happened to Atlanta? <laughs> Same thing has been happening to Atlanta. Um, I mean, seriously, and 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 no joking, their offense has always been good. Their defense has never been good, so they're susceptible to blowing leads. Uh, also going to those bowling leads is bad coaching decisions if we saw the Super Bowl which we saw Sunday that onside kick was the most atrocious just awful like it's the, one of the worst things I've ever seen like you could tell nobody knew what they were supposed to be doing it was crystal clear is that because of lack of training camp lack of preseason games who knows but like losing games like that has to be absolutely demoralizing and the worst part is, I live in cowboy country, so I was talking cash money. Like, ah, y'all get smacked by money, y'all trash. And then here they come. Yeah, I had, I had to get it all back. Yeah, I. Contrary to my Doc Rivers thing, I don't really clamor for people's jobs, man. Right, I don't really do that. But I, I wasn't saying Doc me to be fired. I'm just saying. Anybody else gets chopped, bubble or no bubble. So I'm not really claiming for shot. Right. That streak ends with Dan Quinn. Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan Quinn needs to go because this is why I say he needs to go. You, at a minimum, you hired a special teams dude who clearly didn't prep his players well enough. Yeah. And special teams have to be special. Correct. And the game. But regardless of the fact that 
y'all were playing this defense that let Dallas just march up down the field and you know and then y'all had like X amount of you know like a minute 43 left For, forget it forget that that she had a chance to get the ball and just run the clock out and you had some and to be fair what I believe happened was they were because they hadn't seen this type of onside before like you know and they sat there and was like okay it's going to it's gonna it's gonna run short of 10 10 yards okay that's what uh, maybe one or two but I was looking at number 17 and he waited he was waiting for it to go 10 yards so he could jump on it right that tells me he <laughs> does not understand didn't have a clue and you couple it with the fact that you're up you're up uh seven in the Super Bowl all you have to do is get under center and have Matt Ryan get the ball and and move to his left and kneel let uh, Matt Bryant kick the field goal you're up 10 you win your first your franchise first Super Bowl right but what do you do what do you let Kyle Shanahan do you let him line Matt Ryan up in the shotgun further back and on top of that Matt eats the ball. <laughs> Matt eats. Like, he gets sacked. Like, that's one of those things where you sit up there and say, dude, like, before that play, you say, here's what's going to happen. Like, when he saw Matt Bryant, I mean, excuse me, uh, Matt Ryan in the shotgun, Dan Quinn just <clears throat> called timeout. Yep. Should call timeout. And he should have been like, dude, what are y'all doing? We should oh, we're just gonna get five yards. We're gonna do five yards. Bill Belichick knew you're gonna try to do five yards because you want to like a more like a higher percentage field goal. You know you're not gonna go deep. So Matt, I mean, Dan Quinn should have been like, no, 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 no. Under center, move to your left, take a knee. Like, take a knee. Right. Yeah, it like his ceiling. His ceiling is almost winning a Super. And you're the defensive guy in Seattle, right? But what that tells me, Atlanta should have hired Pete Carroll. It's clear who the defensive person is on that, right? For sure. I mean, yeah, but well, I. So now that we got NFL underway, a mad rash of injuries uh, yesterday. Like a lot of them, Bosa out for the year, San Fran's other D guy out for the year, Saquon out for the year, McCaffrey out six weeks, Garoppolo, uh, Richard Sherman I think was already out. Like the list goes on and on. So. Are we seeing a, a direct result of having no real training camp? Oh yeah, oh hands down. No yeah. preseason games, like exactly is that what's happening? Um, 
I, yeah, I, I think um, it's definitely uh, the, the camp. I think it's more camp than preseason game. I agree. Because uh, I was watching uh, Hard Knocks. They had the Rams and Chargers on there. And they didn't even start wearing pads until like a week or two before the season started. Yeah, they were doing like pretty much walkthroughs for two whole weeks. Yeah, yeah, it, like it's yeah. This is uh, yeah, most definitely it's it's a result of training camp versus preseason. Preseason, I mean, preseason is like okay, you get a lot of bad snaps, and then you got like offsides. You got people not on the timings off. This right here is like this is the first time that I've been hit in six seven months, and I'm going full speed when I haven't gone I haven't gone full speed yet. Like I'm like I'm going full speed for the first time. Like, so yeah, I, I believe that. But I mean, that's the price, man. That's the price. Is like you, it's, billion, it's billions of dollars on this 13, 15 billion dollars. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's what everyone has said is the most important, and that's being entertained. So, oh well, now you got a dude as great as Saquon that's going to be altered. Yep, for good. Yes. Like, the version that he, he was before he got hurt will never be again. Correct. So, and um, that's a shame. It's a shame, but um, that's that's what's. I mean, hey, as long as you're entertained and they make them and people making money, that's all that matters. But I don't know. I just feel as though that, um, yeah, things like that. I mean, you public can't really relate to. Uh, millionaire athletes because according to everybody else they're spoiled so. right like they just someone just picked them and gave a million dollars just because yeah and the funny thing is they put more time in their job than we do ours absolutely without a doubt yeah because like yeah, hands down. But um, I don't know what else. What else jumping off? What else on your mind, man? You want to just ah? Uh, well, I think baseball playoffs start in like a week or two. It it almost feels like they're not having a season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It almost feels like they're not having a season. They're the only ones, not the only ones, but they should have jumped into the bubble thing. They were solely against that when this whole thing started. And they've been getting Rona. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's funny, but they've been getting Rona back and forth. It's never going to end. Like, they should just scrap that, man. Well, it's too close to the playoffs now. They're not going to. I mean, they tweaked the rules. Like, you understand? I think the Cardinals are playing something crazy, like double headers for like the next fifteen days to make up <laughs> for all the Rona games they missed. Like that shit is nuts, bro. Like, dude, there's no way. There's no way. I I just watched. Uh, who was that? That was just pitching. It was a. 
outfielder or somebody was just pitching because they ran through their uh, they had ran through their their staff that like they wanted to uh, you know use that you know for that game so right. yeah like there's no way that Cardinals going they're going to be able to do that man there's no way we'll see I just like I said it feels like they're not even having a season it feels like like I see highlights oh you're like oh the baseball's on like I'm not even interested like if this is the time when it should be like some playoffs and we should be kind of focused on baseball there shouldn't be any basketball there should be some football it's weird man mm-hmm. times change it's uh I don't know I'm just glad we got some form of sports entertainment to watch so I'm not gonna complain I hope uh, I hope NFL and college makes it and don't get any bad cases around it and nothing bad happens. Uh, I will say the level of college football we're getting is a little watered down. We're not getting any out-of-conference matchups. Um, so we're just going to get conference play, which it isn't bad, but, you know, we usually get them a couple of blockbusters in the beginning. Stuff like that. So... Hopefully, college football season makes it. We'll see how it goes. Um, I know what I want to ask you while we're just talking about stuff. How you feeling about Lovecraft Country? Bruh, okay. I'm glad that you asked. Yes. Glad you asked. My man, I'm actually watching yesterday's episode. Like, I'm, I just paused it. So, uh, um, that in itself... I didn't even got to the I got to the part where you just well you know I never. haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. No. All right. So we we'll skip that. I the only way I knew this was even a thing is because I looked on my Facebook and I saw that you were watching. Right. And so um, so I sat back and I looked. I said, "What? Is, that's weird. I had never heard of this." So I I looked in and found it and I saw it. So episode one threw me for a loop. Yes bro yes I was like wow <laughs> exactly and then I was okay I was like okay hold up hold up you know our first thing it was like some devil stuff you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then um the next one was <clears throat> was equally as like oh man this is crazy yeah and like I would say this uh episode five was probably the one the least interesting of of them the last that, that was last week's yeah, not this not this yesterday's but the week before right week before yeah yeah i mean and even that was kind of like whoa 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 like okay what's going on here right but i i will say this man um i like this the reason why the reason why i like this because this minus the i mean there's still some kind of like some routine or kind of like okay obviously like anything dealing with us happens to be like racism and stuff like that right but the fact that there's so there's sci-fi in this mm-hmm. i like it because it shows us in a light where it's 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 sci-fi you don't get us in sci-fi right and not a bunch of us anyway yeah i, I like it like and it was so well hidden. Mm-hmm. 
man. Like, what's your take on it? Um, well, this is the thing. Like, the first episodes blew me away for sure. Like, I knew something like that was coming. I wasn't sure what, because of the the uh, poster they have when the guy's standing with the girl. You can see the tentacles in the background, so I knew it was gonna be something weird. And then the way it started with Jackie Robinson smacking fools the baseball bat, like cutting them in half. I was like, okay, this is going to be something weird. But it was a dream. I was like, maybe not. So you get caught up so much. That first episode, you get sucked in <laughs> to the racism part and them trying to get out of the county before it gets dark. Yeah. And they still get caught. And you're like, oh, shit. They're going to get it. Like, they're about to die. And then all of a sudden, it's like, boom. And shit just explodes. And you're like, what the hell? Like, what happened? So... That had me, like, it sucked me in right away. I was like, holy shit, I gotta watch the rest of this. My own personal, I think the sci-fi supernatural stuff was starting to be a lot, like a little too much. And I felt like it was overwhelming me. But I thought the last episode, last week, episode five was fantastic. I didn't I didn't realize what was going on at first when old girl woke up. She's yeah. walking down, I'm like, oh, that's her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Once I picked up on that, like I like that one. That was probably my favorite one besides the first one so far. Besides, you know, the little escapades of the pops and all, I could do without that. Well, I I like I like the one where like uh, I think it was episode three when she got the house. Yeah, that one was good. That one was good. Yeah, like I thought, man. I thought that honestly, man. Like I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what I'm watching. I'm just watching this. Like, I'm very analytical when I watch these things. And Me too. and I'm always trying to anticipate what's going to happen. I'll be honest, I have no idea. Yeah, you can't have an idea. Unless, you, unless there's a book you read that's about it, you have no clue what's no, happening. And that's, I love it. I love it. I, like, I love it. And that's like, and this, and this, and this one, even though you haven't seen it, Uh, disclose anything other than what I like it's more of the same what I like about it it takes you in a it takes you like it has nothing to do with the other characters until it does right and that's what's cool about this and you it's man it's good whoever did this uh, what's her name uh, Misha Green uh, I know that uh I think the K and Picky and Peel. Yeah, yeah Jordan, too, right? Jordan Peel is, is an executive producer. Um, there was somebody else that's an executive producer on it too. There is someone else. That, um, that's uh, I, oh, man. I hate I hate not knowing this, but um, yeah, man, this is cool. This is cool. Now, what I just need for them to do is give me a sci-fi horror flick that is not centered around us and racism. Yeah, Christopher. Yeah. Just give me, give me that, because we need to move beyond that. Yeah, we need, no doubt. We need to move beyond that, and it's, um, but yeah, man, I, I, whoever listens to this, if you have not watched Lovecraft Country, you are missing out. For sure. Ep- episode one, you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that that shit blew my mind, bro. I was like. I, like I said, you could tell there's something, some sci-fi element to it because of the poster and the way the dream starts. Yeah. But you get so far removed from that dream by the time he gets to where he's going. Yeah. They decide to travel. He meets the girl. Like, 
and then the cops start fucking with them and they get that that little shootout when they're running in the car and stuff and you're like damn they're gonna get whacked like something bad's gonna happen to them like you get so sucked up into them just trying to get out of the racist shit you completely forget that there's something else on the table you know what it reminds me of the last movie that got me like that was uh from dust till dawn okay like i knew it was a vampire flick 100 percent when i went in to watch it but by the time you know tarantino was being all creepy trying to flirt with the high school girl and the brother was trying to protect her and they had the dad at gunpoint and Clooney's telling them we gotta go here like you get so caught up in that part of the story I completely forgot there was gonna be vampires and then the shit just broke out and I was like oh shit that's right it's a vampire movie <laughs> like that was the last movie that really threw me way off course and then it just blew up in my face the last thing I can think of anyway yo alright yeah, but that's excellent, man. Like Lovecraft, man. Absolutely, like no joke. Absolutely no joke. You gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta, uh, you gotta watch that if you haven't seen it, because it's, it's crazy. Um, so I don't know, G. Uh, damn, that's 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 pretty good off script, man. For now, I, I would say. Yeah, I think we we're current. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Real, I've, I've been pondering this, man. I, I want to ask you this because you always give me answers that make me laugh. Uh, I wish uh, D. Hick was on this on here for this one because he would definitely give us an answer that would make us laugh. If there was three things that you could bring back when you was 10 years old on up, if there's three things you could bring back, off the cuff, what would it be? Any any three things from when I was ten? Well, well, like anything. Like what I'm, I'm not talking about. Like oh, you know, bring this person back or whatever. Not anything, yeah. or just something from your childhood that you know. Ah, uh, easy. The quality of music. Well, I, I mean, say something specific because that's. I mean, you can't say the quality of music because that's just like. Okay, in general, like I I wish. Like, I, I would be totally cool if when I was 10, I, it was, what, 87? If I could have 87 R&B and hip-hop on the radio, perfect. All right. Uh, the cartoons, without a doubt, hands down. Like, I don't even think kids watch cartoons anymore. And the shit they watch is so terrible. Yeah. Well, it's for us. It's awful. It's just like who, like who, like Cartoon Network ruined everything. I'll say it. they did. Um, outside of that, uh, I don't know. Um, one more. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. When I was 10. I mean, it can, it, it, can, it not necessarily ten. I mean, I know what you mean, but just from that time frame. Yeah, uh, you know, that was kind of my thing, man. Uh, I mean, you can, you could go back to. I mean, I mean, from ten to now. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think we have better quality television, like TV shows now than we did then. But the cartoons are not comparable. The music is not comparable. Okay. Uh, Ah, 
I don't know, man. That's all I got. Man. One of mine would be the raspberry danishes from McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't even go to McDonald's right now in your life. You wouldn't even touch McDonald's. No, but you know what, though? I would still... if, If McDonald's had a, that raspberry danish I had when I was young, I would go there just for that raspberry I, danish. I, yeah, raspberry danish, man. I used to kill that. Yeah, them joints were pretty good. They were pretty good. I was just talking to somebody and I brought that up and they were like, I don't remember that. I was like, what? <laughs> I was, I was like, see, I'm talking to the wrong person right now, man, because you reckless. If you... If you, you you ain't lived life right, man. If you ain't had a raspberry danish from McDonald's back in the eighties, <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Um, second thing is uh, the slow it down portion at a dance or a club. Oh, absolutely, dude. That right there. That hold on, like hold on, like the ladies' choice. <laughs> <laughs> Look. The moment we all been waiting for. <laughs> and hey, you know, it was crazy. These like now they go, you know, last call, last song. It's you know now it's just, it, it could be whatever. But back then, the last song was always a slow song. Yeah, like the last two or three. That, that was yeah. the last fifteen minutes. That's like yeah. that's your time. That's your just your chance to shoot your shot, bro. Yes, yes. Like I would bring that back. Those two right there. Yeah, that was some good stuff. And the third, I'm like you when it comes to third. I'm like, man, my mind goes almost anywhere. But if I had to bring back any one thing, man, that's a tough one. Yeah, like, cause I mean, for the most part, things have improved. If you look at vehicles and whatever else, like, you know what? I know exactly what I bring back. There's a thing for me to go back to: Sunday night skating rink. Oh yeah, skating rink was legit. Ours was Saturday morning, like Saturday early, like ten. But my thing was, I was talking to somebody at work. no disrespect, well, white people, and we was talking about like, you know, whatever. And I was like, you know, Sunday, you know, Sunday night when you had like, especially in the summer or when there was no school on Monday and it was warm or whatever. And then, you know, all night skating rink, you know, Sunday nights at skating rink. And they were like, no, we didn't do that. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, y'all ain't do that? And they was like, I was like, man, I guess being white ain't, all this cracked up to be. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, dang. I was like, ours was always Saturday, but yeah, skating rink was that was another thing. Like they had the slow skate when you yep. at the end when you get your girl, hold her hand, skate. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, and then like at skate rate, you know, he's playing music, everybody's doing that. But then that last hour, you get to the middle of the floor and you're dancing and people still skating around. There it is. The raspberry danish from McDonald's. The the slow down, the, the slow it down portion at the at the dance or the club and the Sunday night skating rink. 
hands yeah. down. We can bring Same. that in. So, yeah. All right, partner. Hey, I appreciate it. I know you're a busy dude, man. And uh, you uh, you keep, man, you, man, you keep cool down there, man, because I know it's still cooking down there where you at. Yeah, I'm still chilling. It ain't nothing, nothing new for me. I mean, it's a little less... I won't say less urgent, but my outlook ain't quite the same since I'm not working with the seniors no more. Like that had me on edge. I was worried big time about that. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, at, at least now I'm just worried about myself. Yeah. But um, yeah, it still ain't ain't nothing changed. Like a little bit of stuff is still open and ain't. The only the only thing that sucks now is I can't find a place to go kick it with the homies and watch football or the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? But besides that, like I'm I'm cool being home. If that means I'm gonna be alive and I'm chilling. Straight up and not on the vent. Right. So all right, man. Uh hey, thanks for stopping by, bro. I know you're busy, but anyway, uh this is the Back Channel Podcast. Real cats talking about these real things, real time. G, take us home. Thank y'all for tuning in. We had a little hiatus. You know, things came up. Dudes got jobs and whatnot, family, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. But uh, stay tuned. We'll be back. But Miami, and we. <laughs> 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 <laughs>